before we get started with this episode, I just wanted to announce a trigger warning. The trigger warning includes, but is not limited to, depression, self-harm, suicide, loss of someone, or death in any capacity. Please listen at your own discretion, and if you feel you need assistance at any time, please either address your safety plan or reach out to one of the links in the show notes. Welcome, you incredible humans, to another episode of Your Rad Reality Podcast. This episode is not where I had envisioned this season to go, but sometimes the universe throws us things that just addresses issues that we need to talk about, and that is where this episode came from. If you did not hear the trigger warning, please, please uh, go back and listen to the very beginning of this episode. I do not want to trigger anyone in any capacity, so please listen at your own discretion. Last week, I was given some very terrible news about a dear friend from college who I found out last week committed suicide. Okay, um, and the reason I'm bringing this up and talking about this episode is because she showed me and reminded me that people can have or appear to have their whole life together from the outside, you can think that they are the most wonderful, cheery, happy, have-it-all-together people on the planet, and the reality can be, or is, that you have no idea what people are dealing with behind closed doors or behind the skin that they bear. And so, I'm having this conversation as a grieving process for myself, but also to hopefully just remind people to have grace with themselves and with others and to just be fucking kind because the world is already full of so much hate and cruel and darkness that we just have to work so hard to bring the light to ourselves and to everyone we come in contact with, including friends and family, but even strangers, because you have no idea what anyone is dealing with. And a smile or a hug or just a hello can change the course of someone's whole entire life. So this episode, bear with me, is not a cheery one, but it is needed to open the discussion around mental health, and so this episode is for you, Rebecca. May you rest in the paradise of nature. So I thought I would begin this episode with some stats some Canadian stats, actually, that 
I don't want to say shocked me because I am aware of how powerful mental health crisis is right now in Canada. But some of the stats that I read this week while I was grieving hit pretty hard. The first one I read was that an average of 10 people, 10 Canadians, commit suicide a day. Wow. A day. 10 people a day. I mean, if you think about how many people you know, I just, I don't have the words for that one. Secondly, was that by the age of 40, 50% of Canadians will have gone through a traumatic crisis, making them think of suicidal thoughts. That is half the population by the time you're 40. And last, but certainly not least, was that between the ages of 15 and 24, suicide is the second leading cause of death. It's only second to accidents. And I think about how hard life is already between the ages of 15 and 24 with so many different things, hormonal changes, high school, friends, first loves, sex, college, university, all these things, and just trying to find yourself. I mean, it is already hard enough. And to think that on top of that, to have suicidal thoughts is incredibly difficult. And while I don't want to just talk about stats in this episode, because there's hundreds of them, and they're quite depressing, if I'm being honest with you. But the reason I brought up just these three is just to open our eyes to realize that if you are struggling with anything, you are not alone. There are so many people who deal with this on a regular basis. And I just want you to know that you are not crazy and there is nothing wrong with you. We are such complex creatures and we feel things. We feel them so deeply and we experience all of these wonderful things. But the reality is we also experience some horrible, traumatic experiences and they will change you and they will stick knives in your heart and they will push you to limits you didn't even know you had. But you are a survivor and you're so fucking loved even on the days where you don't feel like you are. And I talk about this because I can relate. I have struggled with depressive thoughts my whole life from a very young age. I have also, from a very young age, dealt with some very serious self-harm issues. 
I'm not going to get into details, but from a very, very young age, I'd say from the age of probably 11, and I hid who I was for a very long time. I was terrified to go to any of the adults in my life, solely based on fear of getting in trouble, because that's what kids think of, right? I wasn't able to think about the pain I was going through and that someone might actually want to help. I was scared of getting in trouble. Pair that with being made fun of by my peers who knew I was in a very dark place. And when someone finally told on me in a sense and got adults involved, it was the first time I'd ever seen my father cry. And I hated myself for doing that to him. But then the worst part of all was that when I was sent to my family doctor, I was just immediately prescribed antidepressants. And I do want to take note that I have absolutely no disrespect or mean no disrespect to anyone who takes any sort of medication. I respect everyone's decision to do what is right for their own body and their own mind and their own life. But this is my own personal experience, and it is spoken with absolutely no judgment of others. But when I was immediately put on antidepressants without even trying to help me find why I was having these depressive thoughts, I mean, a little bit of backstory if you don't know me, I was dealing with a mother with a brain tumor and a father who worked all the time and I was an only child. And then my mom died when I was 12. So I think having depressive thoughts were quite quote-unquote normal. I don't like using that word, but I think they were very justified. I was confused. I was lost. I was hurting. And instead of trying to help me get to the root cause or options, I was just thrown on a medication. I won't lie to you. I didn't take those medications. I flushed them down the toilet because I just had this gut feeling in myself that I had to sit with these emotions. And to me, it was, this is part of me. And to try and remove that part of me just didn't seem right. And there were some very dark days, days where I almost died. And I don't think I actually ever wanted to die. It was more wanting to actually feel alive. Because when you go through something so traumatic, you almost feel numb. And being numb, especially for someone who is an empath, is very scary. You feel very distant from yourself. And the self-harm I did in many different ways reminded me that I was alive. And now that I know that through diving into myself and diving into those deep, dark parts that others wanted me to suffocate, I've come to terms to know that 
and to love that and to embrace that because I needed to sit with those parts of me. I needed to be reminded that I am alive and I feel things. Even the things that hurt you to the point you don't think you're going to come back from. And I'm happy to say I survived that time in my life. I'm grateful to say that I survived. And I'm not going to lie, I still have days that take me off my feet. But now I've learned ways to cope. Ways that are not damaging to myself. And it takes time, and it's scary, but it's temporary. We as humans feel so many emotions. It can be like a roller coaster. You can be happy one minute, sad the next, angry, confused, all of these things. And they can flip like a switch. Or they can keep you down for days, or keep you up for days they're all temporary because there's so many things to feel and because we are so complex you are not one emotion all the time everything is temporary in this life even life is temporary and that is what helped get me through I've never tried to hide anymore who I am or what I'm feeling I like to say I'm a validator of emotions because I truly feel everyone needs to sit with whatever emotion they're feeling because you're feeling it for a reason. Even if you never find out what that reason is, ignoring it or not allowing yourself to sit with it is doing a disservice to yourself. With that being said, if some of those emotions have the potential to give you suicidal thoughts, a safety plan should be put in place. It's not wrong to want to die. I'm sure people will not agree with this, but if that's how you feel, you're allowed to feel that. Give yourself permission to feel that. But remember, it's temporary. And that after you sit with those emotions, give yourself the permission to feel other things as well because there's so many things to feel and experience in this world. And you need to feel all of them. So my advice is, and I know I'm not a professional by any means, so please speak to a professional if you need assistance, but I know a safety plan was what helped me. I was grateful to have friends and some family members who were a part of my safety plan, that when I was feeling those things, if I didn't feel I could feel them by myself without doing some serious damage, then they were on my safety plan, and there was a plan in place So I knew what to do, and they knew what to do. So if you feel this would be beneficial to you, I suggest you reach out to a professional to help put one in place. Unfortunately, if you're not able to, 
afford a professional, which I absolutely hate about our, I don't know where everyone's listening to this, but I hate about healthcare systems is that they can be so unaccessible to so many people. And it's usually the people who fucking need it the most. But I will be putting some resources in the show notes in hopes that they can help some people. If you truly have no one else to reach out to, there are helplines you can reach out to. Or please reach out to me and I will help in any way I can. Even if it's just holding space for you. And while this episode is not normally how I would talk and it's short. Actually, I don't know how long it is while I'm recording this, but I just wanted to open up the conversation because mental health is a crisis worldwide, but especially right here at home. And we need to start talking about it and we need to start doing something about it, taking action Even if it's the little things in our regular life, even if you're not suicidal or self-harm or feel depressed, we're living in a crazy world right now and we need to protect ourselves. Our minds are so powerful and that power is strong positively but can also be the end of us. And we need to protect that mind and we need to work that mind in healthy ways. Just as you exercise your body and take care of your physical health, your mental health is just as important, if not more, realistically. And so I just want you to take note of that, that when I talk about things like getting into nature or journaling or yoga or going out with friends, they all may sound cliche, but that's how you work your mind. And keeping it healthy is so important. And so before I end this episode, I just, I want to emphasize that no matter how you feel, all of those feelings are valid. You are allowed to feel them, but they are all temporary. And that at the end of the day, I hope you know how fucking loved you are. Even on the days when you can't love yourself, someone loves you. And that this world would not be the same if you weren't in it. So if your darkness is suffocating you, please reach out to someone, anyone, a loved one, a stranger, fuck, reach out to me, anyone at all, because they will be your anchor in this world. And to just remember that without the darkness, there isn't light. Without hate, there isn't love. It's all about balance. And without you, this world would not be the same. 
As always, I hope you got something from this episode, whether that's encouragement, empowerment, knowledge, or fuel to light a fire under your ass to do something about your life. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Episodes are released every Thursday because that's my favorite day. And if you are ever feeling inclined to leave me a rate or review, I will be eternally grateful. So I will always leave you with the knowledge and reminder that you are worthy, you are wealthy, you are happy, you are healthy, and you are the creator of your own rad reality.